Have you ever wondered why you aren't getting the results, relationships, or life that you want, or why some of your clients run into the same problems? I'm certified life coach, Lindsay Pullman, and I'm here to tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's just more to understand about the multifaceted beauty of the human body. I believe that being trauma-informed is an essential standard of care for coaches, and I'm here to support life coaches who recognize that there is so much more than mindset work when it comes to supporting ourselves and our clients responsibly. So glad you're here. Come on in. So we have hypo boundaries and hyper boundaries. And the more you understand these types of boundaries, then you can understand yourself better with respect to your any big tough relationships that you have or why you behave certain ways with um, with respect to certain people or clients if you're a coach, or you can explain this to your clients more readily if you're a coach. So hypo boundaries are exhibited by people who have more loose and permeable boundaries, okay? If we think from a nervous system standpoint, it may be where we lean. Um, if our nervous system dominance is more in kind of a fawn, breezy, acquiescent space where we're kind of like, yes, yes, we want to like please people or different things like that. This is more what hypo boundaries may look like. Okay. And I like to think of it as a little bit of a pendulum swing too, which can definitely happen. So again, we're not sure where we start, where we end when lines have been crossed, when they haven't been crossed. It's almost like there's maybe clouding around our borders and we're not really sure what's happening in those borders, okay? And then hyper boundaries would be on this other side of the pendulum. So again, hypo boundaries are loose, permeable. If you feel like you have more of a parasympathetic dominance, like where you might fawn to humans to please them, or you may freeze when you're stressed, you know, freeze or be a little bit more paralyzed with respect to different stressors or things happening in your life. That's more of this hypo side, okay? And I will say, even down to your bodily tissue, <laughs> people who have looser boundaries, it's, it can be shown in their bodily tissue. They have more elastic connect, connective tissue and that's the type of tissue that's more elastinous and less dense and can make it more difficult to perceive where boundaries lie. And this can make us default more often than not to a yes response, even when it doesn't align, okay? Now, hyper boundaries are more solid. Think of it like a wall that's impenetrable, okay? Nobody can come in no matter what. Sure, I see that the world is flooding and people don't have a place to go, but I don't care, I have to protect me, okay? Can you kind of see that? That's a little bit more of a sympathetic response or where if our nervous system dominance is more on that sympathetic side, more of a fight or a flight. If you lean more into this state more naturally, know that this is kind of where it lies. And even down to tissue, it's more dense collagenous tissue and it's more likely to default to the known, okay? And just know that we're using language to support us and have more understanding of our body, but it doesn't have to mean that it's either or. So for some things in our lives, we may lean more into this hypo space. And for other things, you know, maybe with respect to friend groups, like we just can't say no with our neighbors or our community or things like that. But maybe with our family, we're more in this hyper space. It's a hyper no, okay? So just know that you can lean on certain sides of the pendulum with respect to certain subjects or circumstances. And as you go through healing and growth and expansion journeys, 
you may ebb and flow. Okay, I know for some people who have had boundaries crossed over and over and over again, abuse victims, things like that, maybe they were on that hypo side where boundaries were very permeable. It wasn't clear where, you know, we began and end as a country or, or where boundaries are being crossed there. Sometimes once someone recognizes that, they may swing over to that hyper side for a while, or maybe not a while, but they may swing over there for a little while and not give consideration to where it makes sense to make any exceptions. So it just might be no, 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 no. Now, ultimately, when we think about what we want to move towards, and I don't want to say that this is the goal for everybody, but for a lot of people, what I see is a goal of developing more of strong, flexible boundaries that are somewhere in the middle where it's strong, but permeable, just like our skin. Okay. I know where I start and finish. If I look at my body, right, physically here, at least physically, I know where I start and finish. And then we have our, our auras, of course. So it's not completely walled off. So with hypo, it's like you don't know where you end and where somebody else begins. So think of it more as a mother and mesh with a child where anything the child does, it's almost as if she did or didn't do it, right? So that, that might be why a mother or a partner may be so invested in someone else behaving the way that they want them to because they identify with their partner, okay? Or their children or whatever relationship. Now, two ways to develop and occupy these strong and flexible boundaries would be occupying our own skin. And interestingly, this is like a subject for another day, but our skin and our nervous system develop from the same layer in embryonic development. So again, skin is permeable, it's porous. And if you're curious about the specific way of occupying your own skin, then you can also go check out my podcast on Felt Sense. And in my programs, we go a little bit deeper on it as well. But where I start and having more understanding of ourselves and our knowing, okay? Another thing you can do is get more clear on deepening and developing your self-trust and really, really understanding what that looks like. In my programs, what this looks like is this self-trust triad that I've developed that really, really supports and helps you tease out different behaviors and responses so that you can reconnect, redevelop that deep, deep connection to your intuition and your knowing. And knowing what it feels like physically in your body when the answer is yes to something versus knowing what a no feels like in your body as well. And as you add this layer of physical and energetic understanding of what a yes or no feels like physically and energetically, you're developing this new consciousness in your body, this new layer of consciousness and understanding and you're learning what a clear yes or no looks like. This is huge. This is so huge because since birth, our connection to this has been systematically stripped from us, okay? And just know that if you ever get fuzziness there, that can oftentimes be because of trauma responses, or maybe there's a part of you that wants to say yes and a part of you that wants to say no. But the more you understand what a true yes feels like in your body or a true no, it could just make such a big difference as you continue to establish strong yet flexible boundaries, okay? There's this term called embodied knowing, and it's when our own unique ability to meet our essential physical needs as well as relational needs for safety and connection are there. So it's like this deep, certain wisdom, a knowing of a deep and certain wisdom that lives within you and is best heard through your body. So this is where I love, again, the teaching of 
myself just try it in my programs because this comes into play so that we can uncover this deep intelligence in our soul and in our being and our sense of self. And the combination of knowing that while simultaneously, if it makes sense, developing out our nervous system capacity, our nervous system robustness, which enhances the safety, that can help us feel more willing to mark our territory as a country, as a one woman or one man or one human country, or however you want to think about that, where it's okay to mark your territory. And we can always come back to what we know, and we always know where our boundaries lie. This beautiful space where we know what our boundaries are, and it's really clear if someone crosses that river, they've come into our territory. We don't have to ask questions. Well, they didn't take anything. They just wanted to sit in the sun over here before going. So maybe it didn't mess with my emotional, you know, my my emotional well-being or my emotional fence line, right? But we can go beyond that where instead of needing to question, we just know, hey, here's the circumstance. This boundary has been crossed. And whether that person had conscious intent or unconscious intent to hurt or harm or take or not take, that actually doesn't really matter. We know that a boundary has been crossed and that's it. And we can just stick there. And as we're marking our territory and establishing our rightful territory to exist as equitable humans, as we're doing that, when we come against other people or other countries that don't like what we're doing, hey, what? She's got so much and I don't. So I have a right to that. What if we don't have to have rationale for why we're protecting our own personal resources? Okay. I don't have to explain or over explain, which sometimes can be a trauma response why I want that this water to not be used, okay, or taken from or different things like that, or why I don't want this gold to sit in this mountain for this while for a while, okay? You don't even have to explain why or back things up. You just know and that's enough for you to set a boundary. One thing that is also helpful to understand with respect to this is that oftentimes when we don't process emotion, whether it's anger or grief or sadness or any emotion like that. And if this is helpful for you to to consider in this way, I really think of our bodies as like this flowy space where, you know, even down to the food that goes in and out, it flows in, it flows out, right? And with our country, we think of it with this country metaphor, we can think about that as well. And so with emotions that we aren't processing, whether it's anger or grief or sadness, any emotions that we're hanging on to sometimes I think of that as like my country getting a big cloud or fog. And when there's a lot of fog or hazy fog or heavy fog or smog, it's hard to know where things start or end or what the real problem is. And so as we open up the flow of our body by processing emotions and different things like that in a way that it's meant to, specific to your country, right? Some countries are meant to be foggy, so we can use a different analogy. (laughs) But If we do that, as we open up to that flow, it can just make things so much clearer when lines have been crossed or penetrated um, specifically. So that's why it's important to, in my opinion, to clear grief clouds because then we can see what else is underneath there, right? So if you are a coach in one of my advanced certifications or if you're in my life coach certification program, this is something that we talk about because sometimes we just need to clear some clouds of emotion 
so that we can see what's ready to be processed or looked at, okay? Um, and this is why it's so important to be connected to your body and opening up to the flow of your emotions because it's a way to maintain visibility over your body, your country, its boundaries, so that you can protect yourself and continue to feel safe enough to exist and take up your rightful space as a human, okay? And so maybe, you know, if if you feel like questioning, like what's my emotional fence line and has it been crossed, you know, maybe that's kind of like a boundaries 101 space for you to be in. And if that's helpful for you, then stick there. But if you notice that you're struggling to set boundaries with that idea or that mentality, maybe try adding this layer of what does my nervous system need in order to sustain, heal, and develop its robustness over the long run, okay? And if you're struggling with that, just know that it's so normal, especially with respect to our socialization, okay? And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read you a quote. Oh, and I don't have the author, the book with me, <laughs> but I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll have my assistant put it in the show notes, but I'm going to read you a quote about why it makes sense and on so many different levels that we do struggle with this idea of thinking of ourselves as a woman country. Um, that, of course, we, we want to be able to be independent, but also interdependent because we are all connected as humans. But for so long, humans have been conditioned to have their feminine nature, quote, their instinctive nature looted, driven back, and overbuilt. For long periods, it has been mismanaged like the wildlife and the wildlands. For several thousand years, as soon as and often, and as often as we turn our backs, it is relegated to the poorest land in the psyche. The spiritual lands of the wild woman have throughout history been plundered or burnt, bulldozed, and natural cycles forced into unnatural rhythms to please others. It's not by accident the pristine wilderness of our planet or our bodies disappears as the understanding of our own inner wild natures fades. It's not so difficult to comprehend why old forests and old women are viewed as not very important resources. It's not such a mystery or coincidental that wolves, coyotes, bears, and wildish women have similar reputations. They all share related instinctual archetypes, and as such, both are erroneously reputed to be ingracious holy and innately dangerous and ravenous, end quote. This author also says, the modern woman is a blur of activity. She is pressured to be all things to all people, end quote. So this old knowing of getting back to your inner self and understanding your boundaries, where you start, where you finish, how to sustainably support yourself independently and interdependently is long overdue. And it's imperative to either your survival or your aliveness, which to me, being alive in this life is a human right. And so if it feels like a big pioneering revolutionary act to reclaim your territory as a woman, as a human in this world, know that this is normal. Like it, it's normal. And if it feels difficult, like if you feel like you have to kind of go against everything you've been taught, there may very well be a reason why. And this is why making sure that we're understanding boundaries from nervous system protection and support is so important, okay? Some questions I just want to leave with you today that could be helpful for you as you kind of figure out boundaries with respect to yourself and your body might be, where do I fit in on this scale of hypo 
versus hyper boundaries. Remember the hypo is more permeable. Um, you kind of say yes, even when it's not aligned and the hyper is more of a, like a wall up. Okay. Next question. Where do I start and end? And the last little questions that I have for you is this. Is the current way I'm living supportive of my natural bodily resources in the long run? Is it sustainable? Is it not only sustainable, but is it regenerative? And is there room for creation, miracles, inner magic, joy, expansion? So check in with yourself. And know that this is work that I support my clients with in any of my programs, especially we go in a, a deeper level in my life coach certification program that's starting in September and my advanced relationship trauma certification for people who are already coaches that's also starting in September. All right. I hope you guys all have the most wonderful week. I hope you're enjoying this summer. And I'm really looking forward to next week's episode, which is part of a love letters series that I'm going to start. Love you all. Take care. Hey, come and join us in this revolution. Gotta crawl before we walk this in evolution. So are you ready to become a part of our forever community of trauma-informed coaches? Go to lindsaypullman.com and see if my advanced certification is a fit for you. And we ready to heal this what we pursuing. Coaches change lives, this what we doing. This the place to be, no need to panic see. We got each other's backs in this healing community. Wanna know the facts? It's simple. When we coming together, yeah, we got unity.